going on everyone? Kelly Cavallari here, one half of Seven Era Media. Welcome to today's edition of the Honky Tonk Highway, episode 19. And it is, yes you guessed it, I'm already sporting it, it is World Dance Masters Week. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm kind of excited for this week. And for those Star Wars fans out there, happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. So, also, thank you everyone for tuning in today. Um, that checked out me going live on Streamline for the Duo Teaches. Uh, had a little bit of a lag issue every now and again, but hey, it will get better. I hope everyone enjoyed that. And for those who haven't, if you're not a member of Streamline, go over, like, get on the page. I'm giving away, me and Kelly are giving away a free pair of Beats headphones, but you must be a member of Streamline. So go over, get on their page, check out our posts. You can see how you can win those. And without further ado, when I came up with the idea of doing a whole week on World Dance Masters, I figured, you know, I already had Shane. Um, I didn't want to start off with the event directors because that would just be awkward. Who am I going to call? Well, y'all know him, y'all love him. The Irish boy who loves M&M's. Say hello to... The guy who's better known as Georgina's husband, Mr. Fred Whitehouse. What's going on, sir? Thank you for coming on, What's man. That? Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> Not. <laughs> wow. Hey, at least I didn't say, like everyone in the chat saying right now, can we get, pay Georgina to come downstairs and throw stuff at you? <laughs> I'll give it time. I'm sure there'll be a few questions that I answer incorrectly, and she will be downstairs. Okay. <laughs> So for those yeah. who don't know you at home, I don't know how that is, um, why don't you tell us about a little bit um, about your dance history and your background? Wow. Uh, well, it's pretty short. It's, it's not that long, I don't think. <clears throat> no, so some some guys won't uh, know me. So name's Fred, Fred Whitehouse, and I am from a little place in Northern Ireland. Um, I started dancing probably a I think it's about 20 years, maybe 19 years ago. Um, started when I was about 16, so I'm giving away my age. So it's, it's a little while ago. You're still young. Uh, the body is saying the opposite. <laughs> so um, I actually started in a in a little club, a wee dance club, which was called the Center Line Dancers way back when. Um, my sister kind of talked me and her current partner at that time into learning a dance called the Honky Tonk Twist. Oh, man. How like we, should have, we should have said no to that option. Yeah, it's a good name, right? Um, Great name. So, like, this this kind of crazy little party night went on. I used to watch the sisters compete at competitions, like the All-Ireland uh, Line Dance Championships. I went along. I watched. I actually went along to one of the competitions, and baby Shane McKeever was competing at this point. This little, like... He was maybe three foot, rocking out these moves with a cowboy hat, you know. But I, was, I wasn't even dancing then. Um, so Shane was on the, the dance floor at these competitions that I, I got the pleasure of seeing. Um, fast forward a little bit, I got roped into a Thursday class. As I think that Daza, Darren Bailey, was on saying the same thing. Actually, a few others might have said the same thing. As a 16-year-old boy, and you go into a dance club um, that's full of girls, it's kind of... Uh, an automatic reaction to go back. And we went back. Uh, soon after that, I got in the competition. 
done okay. Um, oh, oh, just okay? Yeah, I've done, I've done all right. Um, then I seen Roy Verdunk and Darren Bailey do a show. I think it was um, at the Belgium Championships for UCWDC. Um, and me and my sister were there like qualifying as a newcomer um, in this crazy line dance competition world. And I was like, whoa, I need to know how to dance like these guys. The music choices, you know, they were very manly and strong and um, how they presented themselves on the floor. And it was just right up my street. And I was like, right, uh, let's go and approach them, see what happens. So I got speaking to Roy. Roy, actually, that weekend, gave me a lesson on, I think, my waltz um, for an hour. Blew my mind. I had no idea what he was talking about. And that's not because he was speaking a different language. He was actually speaking English. Um, I had no idea. All this technical stuff was like, poof. So I says, right, you know what, Roy? I, I want to um, fly over, come to your studio. We're going to work on some stuff. So me and my sister, um, every, I, I can't really say. It was every other couple of months or I don't even know. Um, once every two months, once every three months or something, we would have went over for a quick lesson for the weekend or, or during the week or something if we could get off work. So they led me to the technical terms. Darren was in Holland at that time working for Roy. Um, this is where all the jokes come around and all our, our crazy times together and probably why our friendship is so strong as how it is. So he, he gave us lessons as well at that point. Um, and to be fair, we've done quite well at the UCWDC um, events and got a few world titles under the belt. Uh, fast forward to now, um, Darren actually phoned me up and says, bro, uh, I need some help. Can you do an event in Sweden? This was about seven or eight years ago. I know that you can you can dance, obviously, but will you choreograph a few dances? I'm away in Sweden for a week. I need some help. And my uh, other half at that time uh, can't make it. I was like, sure, I'll step up. I'll take it with you. We choreographed trespassing. Um, we've done another few little dances. And next of all, the internet blew up and things just snowballed. And I, I actually don't know how it got out of control so quickly. It just exploded on the social scene. The competition scene was still thriving. Um, I took a little break in between that stuff. But when I come back to Ireland, um, Pro-Am kicked off. Um, James McLaughlin helped me along with the pro-am. He was swamped with, with students. Um, I said, yeah, sure, teach me what you need me to do, and I'll learn as we go. We're going to pick up as much as possible. World Dance Masters kicked in, and I think that was been since Sam and Nicola was there um, for the 10 years um, from the Manchester, actually Blackpool, Manchester. Yeah, so all of that kicked in. They said, do you fancy doing the judge's exam? I was like, sure, definitely want to get involved with doing all of that. Done the judge's exam. Then we stepped into the judging world. The pro-am continued to explode. The social world continued to explode. Our little dance club that we were running, me and my sister, called Dance Dynamics, um, it kept just growing and growing. It meant that it was seven days a week, nearly 20 hours a day, uh, and it hadn't changed, you know? So this is where I am. This is where I've ended up, and... Would I change it? Nah. Nah, yeah. I wouldn't. If anybody who has not seen a program day at World Dance Masters, it's pretty much the Shane McKeever and Fred Whitehouse show. You see one of the two of them, if not both of them, dance for like eight hours straight. 
Yeah, that was all because of James McLaughlin and Lee Easton. They were rocking it when they were all rocking and rolling. I know Lee's just t- taking a, a little step out from the pro-am stuff, um, and James is still rocking it. He will complain a little bit about getting older, but he's still <laughs> smacking with all his students, you know. And as I say, they were all role models to, to myself and Shane, you know, as as, right. a, as forward. So it was pretty cool. So... Um What's it like been being home for uh, this longest period of time, especially since you are now recent newlywed, recently married, got married, and pretty much went right into quarantine? <laughs> yeah. So, so how? What's that been like? Uh, obviously, you're on the show today, so Georgina has not killed you or uh, put you out in the fence <laughs> to paint the fence some more. <laughs> well, <laughs> funny you say that. Good job, upstairs. Uh, no, you know, look, um, I'm always joking about it. I am always joking about it. Um, but it's actually become a blessing because, you know, um, in this dance world, you get wrapped in it, you get swallowed up, and you are just in this little hamster wheel going and going and going and going nonstop. You're just literally living, breathing, eating, sleeping, all of it. And then you don't have time for the other half. Um, and it's difficult. So... Uh, as much planning as it did happen that when I asked Georgina to marry me, um, I had planned like a few years ago to actually block out the time when we were getting married and cancel the <laughs> events around that time um, so we could go on our honeymoon. Um, and it turns out we went on our honeymoon. We come back a little day early um, just because of the coronavirus. So we cut it short, but we, we still enjoyed and loved everything we'd done. And now we've been in quarantine ever since. So since the day we got married, we have been in each other's pockets pretty much every day. And it is a testament to, <laughs> or a test, should I say, to the, the new marriage. But if I'm actually honest, it's been totally fine. Um, we have our up days and down days, but this is literally just because um, it's not normal, I don't think to be locked right. up in the house for anybody, anybody in, in around the world. Um, so it's bizarre, especially coming from the line of work that I do, that I'm out all the time. Um, I've got a big family, so I'm always seeing family. Um, so being locked up is kind of crazy. So I have a good day and a bad day, you know, so it's, it's just one of them emotions that you're going to go through. Some days you wake up and you're like, oh, this is not going to be a good day. I can feel it. Or <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go out and cut the grass and then paint the fence and run out of paint and then wait for 40 days to get paint in. So let's build more projects that Georgina has in store. So I'm like, oh, crumbs. But it's been fine. Honestly, it's been it's been totally fine. And, um, you know, to be fair, we said this, um, our relationship to get through what we got through, to get where we got to, to get through this, is a cake. We're golden. Your, golden. your wife has said she has seen you more now than she has in six years. <laughs> oh, my God. Without doubt, I've probably seen more of Ireland now in my own home than I have <laughs> since we bought this house two years ago. All right. Question coming in for one of your Country Vibe uh, members, which I'm sure is going to be a plethora As long today. as it's not Shane. It's not Shane. Awesome. <laughs> so it actually comes from Mr. Paul James, who I'll have on with Stacy on Friday. <laughs> He's like, it's so probably- for his first question of the day, what did he ever do to you to deserve such a hideous nomination? <laughs> Paul, 
It's because the boys in the Country Vibe group have to do it together. Come on. Roy's doing it. Shane's doing it. I got to do it. You're up. You know, it's our little quad. Actually, you know, there's actually five of us. I'm sure Lewis is, is if he's watching, <laughs> he better watch out. <laughs> I'm about to say, Lewis has lucked out so far. <laughs> Not for long. I'm sure of it. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> The people wanted it. <laughs> you hear that, Paul? The people wanted you to do push-ups. You, they, they're, they're thinking that uh, it can make really good videos. <laughs> and on that, if their videos have been on point. Amazing. Oh, like... you can bl- you can blame Big Jim for this. Shane, he goes, Shane is still MIA. Can someone WhatsApp him to remind him to come on to ask Fred questions? <laughs> no, no, don't WhatsApp him. So, had a question from Jim. Of course. Oh, um, of course. Hey, Jim, how are we doing? Of course. Um, I had lots of questions from Jim. So first one is, oh. um, what's your favorite M&M, peanut butter or hazelnut spread? Peanut butter gets it. Peanut, peanut butter's butter. going to get it. Yeah. Hey, uh, hazelnut's not. <laughs> peanut butter gets it. It does. Uh, so peanut for those who don't know, Shay, uh, Fred has a very big addiction to M&M's. Every Guinness time fault. he comes to an American event, he has to have a bag of M and M's, and then a multiple bag to take home with him. <laughs> yeah, which is usually a few kilos after Jim's finished. Yes, coming with his bag, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He them? sent me over with a package, a partial package for you when I came over. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I think See? a lot of people get that package. <laughs> Stacy said it must have been a White House thing because Kelly's not her favorite right now because I guess her sister nominated <laughs> nominated Stacy today. He's a McRae. It's okay. It it doesn't count, Stacy. Okay, name change. I'm adopted. It's fine. Yeah, you're it's right, normal. Russell. Uh, he does have uh, he does have an addiction to food. <laughs> I've been eat, I've, I've taken him to eat lots of times. Russell's behave. No words. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen your push-up challenge either. I'm just saying. I might have missed that. <laughs> um, so you've obviously choreographed many dances in the, in your years. You've gone a little uh, gone a little popular. Um, first off, shout out. I do believe you just won um, International Choreographer of the Year at the Australian Awards this past weekend. So uh, I, I did catch that. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Shock. Thanks, though. Thank you. <laughs> um, did you ever expect, did you and Darren ever expect trespassing to get as big as it did? Yeah, straight up, no. <laughs> like, straight to the point, there's no way, you know, we created this dance. Um, Darren came over for one of the birthday parties. We were in the kitchen. We were all ready to head out on a night out just for a bit of fun. Um, and we had the Adam Lambert album. We were running through the music, and I was like, dude, this song is awesome. So we listened to the track, and he goes, "Oh yeah, let's. We should do this." And on the same on the same track, Shady is uh, on the same album. Shady was there, and we yeah. loved that one too. So we're torn between two of them. So you know what? We we banked Shady. We just put it to the side. And we said, "You know what? If it's meant to be, we'll get that dance." So trespassing, we choreographed, and then we come up with this tag, which was the clappy tag, and then we kind of looked at each other and went, "Yeah, they're going to laugh at us. This is not going to happen." <laughs> and. Uh, We'll just see what happens. It was fun for us, and and like Darren will say, if if you choreograph 
um, to how you feel and if you love what you're doing. Um, it doesn't matter if everybody loves it and or nobody loves it. As long as you do, then the passion will be behind it. And that's what happened with trespassing. And we loved it for ourselves, the dance, whether one person was going to learn it or 100 people. So we actually um, really, really thrived on, on trespassing. And that kind of exploded for me. So um, even though I wore a red and white check shirt that Russell and all them guys keep showing, I don't remember the American guy, like the little caricature. Um, oh, uh, oh, man. The hamburger guy. Yes. Yes. And they keep cropping me and them and putting it together. And I'm like, I can't even cope because of that T-shirt. But I suppose i got to blame trespassing for a lot of stuff or thankful for trespassing for a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. That was a that was a good album. I found a song off that album as well that I competed. So that was a good album. See? He's yeah. awesome. Lambert is ridiculous. Awesome oh. voice. <laughs> your, your wife goes, did, you choreograph, did he choreograph Trespassing? I thought it was just Darren. So, right? She's upstairs, <laughs> so she can't say all of this stuff. So shortly after, um, we choreographed Trespassing. Um, We've done a few others together, um, me, you, and the music. Uh, uh, there was a few others down the line. I, I got booked for Eurodance 2014. Big Dave gives me a shout, and he goes, I need one dance, an advanced dance, um, upstairs he, and I goes I got trespassing he goes no can you do a new one it's like sure so I created off the chain so that's where that all happened in 2014 but lo and behold who's at the event other than madam upstairs um <laughs> Georgina, with Joey Warren so Joey's fault for introducing me to Georgina um I get on the floor and we had just finished country vibe um session so we've just been on the the telly um Paul Linda James they were all at the event at the same time. Um, so she was like, oh, so you know some line dances then, so, social, social stuff. And I was like, yeah, this, this one's mine. She's like, no, it's not. This is Darren Bailey's. It's like, trespassing? Mm, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my name's on that. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, no, you didn't. You definitely didn't do this one. I was like, okay, you can Google it. Next of all, we get up for another one, which is me and Darren choreographed, uh, me, you, and the music, or stars, I think, as a nightclub. And she goes, oh, see, you do know some. I was like, yeah, this this, this one I choreographed. Um, no, no, this is Darren's. <laughs> like, really? So, so as the first day I met her, she insulted me a lot. Um, never mind my accent, but a lot to do with the dances as well. So I'm sure she's commenting on all of this and giving me abuse. <laughs> I'm glad she's upstairs. Yeah. Um, you'll be happy to know uh, your uh, brother from another mother is on. Uh, Shane has joined us. So uh, no. I apologize Bob. now for whatever might come. Um, you and can block the it. hamburger guy is Bob. Um, hold on. They just typed it in for me because I couldn't remember the name of it either. Um, Bob's Big Boy. Bob's Big Boy. Bob's Big Damn. Boy. That's it. That's yeah. Russell and Solon's fault. Getting me all of that rubbish. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Another dance you choreographed, um, I feel, uh, got gypped from this year at W, uh, I mean, at the Crystal Boots. Uh, Limelight. Thought for sure that was going to get a nomination this year. Amazing dance. I remember when you debuted it. Um, okay. Is there a story behind that that uh, you kind of wrote? Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, 
people people say, oh, what's your favorite dance and what's your favorite dance you ever choreographed? And um, you know, for such actually, it's very a very close call. So actually, if they really twisted my arm, witness what I co choreographed with Darren again. <laughs> um, Darren's a lot to blame for a lot of stuff. Um, so witness was one of them. Limelight um, was definitely one that gives me goosebumps period so world dance masters was coming up um actually had this song for a number of months beforehand and it's really bizarre because i always say music kind of just picks you you know i do, i search for music sure but usually the ones i end up choreographing to is the ones that shout out at me and limelight was one of them so i, I done a few trips on airplane as as we do and this song kept I just press shuffle, and this song, for a few weekends in a row, kept coming on when I was in the airplane, and I had to keep writing it down. And I looked back at my notes, and I was like, "Okay, this song's jumped out at me a lot." Then the lyrics um, started to hit home. Um, just a weird, a weird patch of where we were traveling, and we were doing a lot of stuff. And as you know, um, choreographers LDF has this reach out program on mental health, and all of this stuff is is ripe in the world right now as we speak. So at the point, um, it was kind of a rough little rumble. I didn't know what I was doing. I was probably working way too much and not having no downtime and not knowing where I was. And this this song, just being under the limelight, being on stage, packing your bags, all the lyrics through the track, I, even talking about it right now, the hairs are standing up on, on my arms. Um, everything just said, this is for World Dance Masters. I'm going to teach this upstairs. I don't know how I'm going to choreograph it. The choreography comes so easy. It just fell together. And at Worlds, the atmosphere upstairs was pretty unique and special. Um, I think Tina Argyle was uh, DJing for me. Dave had to step out. And she just said to me, well, the reaction was goosebumps. And I felt it was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I remember I was up there for that. That was that was insane, absolutely yeah. insane. That was a good world. That was a good one for me, right there. Limelight was pretty cool. So, um, let's get it out of the way. Everyone in the chat wants to see it. They want to see the brow. They want to see I, the they want to see the they want to see the Fred eyebrow. This haunts me, you know. <laughs> and it's you know it sticks from. The time we were doing photos for Country Vive, and so we didn't know what people were doing when we were walking in. So, say Kelly was doing the photos, and we were in another room, so they were calling one in at a time. You have yep. no idea. So the photographer goes, "Just be goofy, be natural, just be yourself." And obviously, you see the picture with all of us on it, all of the headshots. There's a few crazy ones, and of course, I just happened to stick the eyebrow up, and then Pam. And he used that photograph and sent it through, and I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> but I'm a very my face is very expressive. And my eyebrows kind of have a life of their own because they're like two big slugs stuck stuck to the top of my forehead, and they kind of help. I don't know. It just happens, and they they have a life of their own. I should start to name them, and before they start putting them in comments, don't be naming the eyebrows. It'll probably end up. <laughs> No, Jim. Yeah, don't name the eyebrows. No, crazy. So we we got a question from Mister uh, Mister McKeever. You should have known this was coming after uh, after your uh, questions with him. Oh, I was so nice to him. You he actually this one is not bad. 
So most of the time people ask, what is your favorite moment on stage? Um, Shane would like to know, what is your worst moment on stage teaching? No. Uh, he was there. <laughs> he was there. He was there. Uh, yeah, he was. Gary O'Reilly's um, Exploring Dance for the Week, right? So um, I just finished choreographing Sleepwalk With Me. Um, kind of before I went on the trip, I wasn't planning on teaching at a Gary's event, if I was honest, a, a nice little nightclub. But the song actually was awesome. And I was like, the Shires, they're quite cool. Um, good country music. And I was like, let's do it. So I hit it up in the kitchen just here, just messing around. I wasn't totally finished thinking, oh, that's that's on point. I know where, where it is, what it is. But of course, I forget to film it. I didn't put it on video on my on my phone. And I was like, sure. Anyway, long drive down to, to Gary's event. The week goes and I goes, Shane, I've got a new dance. I think I'll teach it this week. Um, nice little easy 32 counts. No problem. He's like, yeah, cool. Go for it. Get on stage. Um, I'm all set. I've practiced in the hotel. All is good before I go on stage. Get on stage to get through half of the dance. And I write the link on the 16 to the next set of eight. And I'm kind of finding myself on a weird count. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Let's go from the top one more time for me. I like to say that a lot. One more time just for me. Three times by, by my count, I was like, okay, I'm still wrong. So people, uh, I kind of forget exactly where I'm going right now. I don't know the next step. I am completely blank. I don't have an idea. Just let me go and check my phone. That's a pure bluff. I didn't have it on my phone. <laughs> I had no idea, bro. Like, no idea. So, I'm, like, panic. I'm hoping the stage opens up. I drop through it. Like, I disappear. So they don't see it. And the, the audience were, like, awesome. Shane's in the back, of course, clapping. And, yeah, bro, let's do it. Come on, one more time. I'm like, dude, ain't got it. I was like, give me two minutes, and I'm just going to grab my phone and pop out to the hall. And Gary's like, yeah, sure, go take it on. So I pop out into the, the men's bathroom and I'm literally going to re-choreograph the whole second half of the dance because I, I don't remember a step, like not a step, right? And I'm literally freaking out like I'm like the sweat's running off me of pressure. I do the last step of the dance and it just triggered it back to front. So the last step into the first step and I was like, that's exactly how it goes. So it all linked back in by doing the last step. I walked back into the ball, didn't walk. I ran back into the ballroom after a couple of minutes. Who's on stage? Shane McKeever. What's he teaching? Baby shark. Do, 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 baby shark. Do, 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 do. And at that point, not only did I have a baby brain, Shane created this baby shark thing that then haunted us for the rest of the year. And seemed to be one of them things that we got stuck with. So at that moment, that's definitely one of the worst experiences ever on stage that I felt like it just wanted to swallow me up. Thanks, Shane. But uh, thanks for seeing me, though, Baby uh, Shark. Jo Georgina says that I should ask you the re real reason why you forgot the dance is because you didn't show it to her first. <laughs> she thinks this is, this is her little like guru thing oh show me the dance and then i can tell you if it's rubbish <laughs> I, I do i do show her the dance a lot and she's brutally honest which is this is why i show her the dance she doesn't hold back when she goes nope hate it 
what is that song? Why are you using that? That just looked awkward. Okay. So, so everyone in the chat saying that by the end of the show that we should name your eyebrows um, oh. to give them names. And Shane has already gave them names, apparently. He's playing on thought of... <laughs> he said the low eyebrow is called Joey and the high eyebrow is called Shane. And apparently JP says that is based off their heights. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Shane, Joey, Joey, Shane. Okay. Joey and Shane. Joey nah, and Shane are no. probably the name of your eyebrows now. Mm, I couldn't cope with them too too long in my life. Nah. <laughs> Shave them off. Um, Shane did. All right. Maddie B. asks, um, from someone as involved in the line dance community as you are, is there anything that you feel is missing from the community or anything you would like to see uh, grow? Um, good question, Maddie. Dang. I've seen you pop in with these little liners. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie B. Um, yeah, okay, so the line dance world is like – it doesn't get enough props for what it is. It just doesn't. And it's got a bad rep, period. And it really annoys me. Okay, it, it, It's just annoying. Um, just to see how much talent is in the line dance industry and for people just to brush it off. You know, it's, it's frustrating. But what can you do? You know, you can't, you can't make people do it, you know. They say you bring a horse to water, you can't make it drink but it's one of them. You can offer them so many classes and it's going to work. My one thing that I keep, I kind of keep asking people actually on your chat show as well. Sometimes um, the future of line dance. Uh, I, I teach a lot of age groups and I travel the world luckily. Um, and I see a lot of, um, of the age range from low to high. And I sometimes worry um that there isn't enough younger blood coming through. Um, and, you know, I've, and I'm going to, this, this isn't um, just to give them props, but World Dance Masters push the kids into the line dance world. And I don't say push the kids, they offer them that um, stepping stool into the world of line dance, and, and it's phenomenal for what World Dance Masters do for the children um, and to welcome them into our world. And obviously, that's a bit of com competition, a bit of technical things, and they do all of the glitz and glam. But that leads to later on that the guys want to come back and do it as a social thing or social life. Um, so definitely, I think the line dance world needs more younger blood just to make sure that we don't ever see line dance dying out because that would be one of the worst things I could ever think of because I don't want something that I have so much passion for and love for die out because I do want it to be around when I'm not around. I want other people to experience what I experienced and other people to learn what line dance could actually give them as in all of the tools. You mightn't be um, like the perfect ballroom dancer or the perfect hip hop dancer or the perfect ballerina but line dance offers like such a wide variety of learning some basics. So I think it should get more props for what it is. But that's a good question, Marty. Yeah, dang it. Um, Megan asked if current you could go <laughs> back in time and give any advice to uh, younger you starting off choreographing, what would it be? Uh, 
Dang. They're getting good. Ouch. Thanks, Megan. Wow, why did you throw me at that? Right, so I'm going to answer it in two, two different ways. If I could go back right at the because I found such a passion for dance, I would have learned so much more dance earlier in, in my in my life. And I, I definitely, that's, I don't regret a lot of things, but I just didn't know about it. So it just wasn't in my radar. So I wish I learned so much more um, dance styles, dance techniques and, and everything. I, I just, my brain wants to learn everything now. But anyway, I can take it all in. And it's the same when it goes to choreography. Uh, I just wish I had... Um, thought about everything um, at the time, learn more, take everything on board, all of the advice. And I, I did take a lot of advice and I'll watch. I'm, I'm kind of like a sponge. Kind of a look and I'll watch and I'll learn. You know, monkey see, monkey do. And that was something that I definitely learned a- along the way. Um, if I could give myself advice back then when I started out, um, uh, I... Uh, be better with your choreography. Uh, <laughs> because I think times change, you know. Obviously, um, as time goes on, dancing changes, your brain changes, the things that what you listen to, what you want to hit, and the music changes. Um, so I don't know. It's that, That's a tough question, Megan. <laughs> I'm not sure that really answered what you would do. Um, give myself advice, I suppose, um, open up your ears and, and learn a lot more before doing everything, taking all on board. Uh, so uh shane has another one no it actually is going to be the same question that you asked him what legacy legacy would you like to see left on the line dance world (laughs) of yours (laughs) you should have known that question was going to come back to bite you in the rear (laughs) yeah i thought i was being funny with that and then he, he goes and does it here Dang it. Thanks, Shane, bro. Love you. No, I don't. Legacy. No, look, Shane answered it perfectly, if I'm honest. Um, we just we just hope as choreographers that people dance our dances. We just hope that people have a good time when they come and attend our workshops. And to be honest, we're only creating that dance. And if it makes somebody feel good for the two and a half minutes that the song's playing, all well and good. Um, and I don't really... <laughs> This is why I asked him because I don't really see that we can technically leave a legacy. You know what I mean? Um, in all of the areas from where you grew up to where you, where you end up in, in certain places, people will know um, for boys for sure that you've danced, you know, because we've all went through it. Shane's went through it when we played football. Then we turned to dancing and the abuse we used to get. So <laughs> they're always going to remember that, that guy I used to play football is, is now a dancer and he's traveling around the world. So they're going to remember that stuff. And Shane's definitely nodding going, yeah, I, I remember them days of kicking ball. Um, so there isn't really a legacy that you're going to leave behind. But like, like Shane said before, as long as people are dancing, the dances and having a good time and line dance doesn't die and it continues to go, that's all we can do is let it go to the next generation if it's possible. Um, your wife says she's about to come down and smack you with that pen. <laughs> she said you're annoying her with the pen. <laughs> it's, it's healthy for the nerves. All right, Georgie. Uh, speaking of speaking of your amazing wife, uh, someone asked, are you and Georgie ever going to choreograph again? 
together. Uh, we we actually said that uh, did we say that not so long ago? It's just finding the track. You know, we found the dance we we choreographed a peculiar game. Um, game is seems to be a word that I can't say. Game seems very Irish. Sorry. Um, we really loved the song. The track just hit us. She loved it. I loved it, and we just thought, you know what? Why don't we do it? Um, so. She's probably better off without me, so she could just choreograph herself since she critiques everything that I do. So probably brainstorming upstairs, she could do all her own stuff without my help. It's totally fine. But I'm sure we will. I'm not going to say we're not. I'm sure we will. Um, Someone else asked, um, is there a dance out there that you wish you had choreographed? Uh... Okay. Yeah, uh, crumbs. I'm going to throw out a few, just a few. <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, back, back in the day, um, Scott Levins, Have Fun Go Mad, is kind of one, one of the dances that are like just embedded, grew up with it, kind of worked with it, was kind of across West Coast swing into a little bit of funky, have a bit of fun with the track and they changed the track up a little bit. Classic, 32 counts, there's no, st- wow, awesome. Uh, Joe Thompson's Jukebox, uh, love, loved that track, um, so that was pretty neat. Um, <clears throat> dang, and current, 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 um, Shane McKeever is watching, but I'm not giving him a bigger head, because actually I will. I'm going to just choose one of his anyway. Just because I think it's cool, stomp your feet, was sensational. Um, very, very difficult for um, the line down scene, but it was nailed every workshop, every teach. Um, and I think Rachel taught it as well a few times. I think myself and Nicola took that workshop in French as, Nick, as Rachel taught it in French, and we had no idea like, looking at her. So that dance sticks in my head, but masterpiece um, of choreography that hit hit the music very differently. So yeah, that was, they were pretty cool. It was just a few options just threw out there. There's a lot that I'd love to do. Actually, and Darren Bailey's track, If Heaven, I wish I'd done his nightclub. A lot of people mightn't know that one. Um, if Heaven. If you want to check that out by Darren Bailey, this, oh, the song, goosebumps. Nice. Go. Um, mm. Shane wants to know what what's your favorite classic dance and your favorite most recent dance. Yes, definitely have from Gamad because that's what I just said. Um, I would have loved to choreograph that one. <clears throat> um, it seems like a safe bet. Currently, damn. I can't choose right now. Uh, oh man! Actually, um, World Dance Masters last year. I think McKeever's doing this because he knows I love his dance. <laughs> right? This also props because I think he just wants me to say this. Um. Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. Man, 
I know he knows this. Why the reason why I wanted to do that one? Anyway, whatever. Stop self promoting, Shane. I'm gonna. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you that one. That's two dances I've chosen from you, bro. That's it. No more questions from you. You're out. All right. So I actually had a, I had a question, and I know at least I know part of the story behind it. So the first time I ever got to see you perform in a show was uh, Tampa Bay when you came over, and you did. Jen made you dance in the show. You did a, you danced nightclub and you danced your version of Guyton's Unstudy, which your variations in that were absolutely phenomenal. My question though is your favorite show of mine that you ever did was the one you debuted at Showdown, the Homeless Routine. What made you? What 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 was your thought process behind that show that you put together? Oh, I dang. Well, <laughs> to be honest, to be fair, the unsteady track that, that Guyton used at, at that time in, in Tampa, like actually, the dance was, was cool. The song was phenomenal. So I still absolutely love that track. Um, so Agreed. Couldn't help, couldn't help but dance to it, you know? So, oh. um, and it's the same. I think I, I watched uh, Roy Hattersbrodo do the, the unsteady um dance on the track and he hit things that I've never actually even heard before crazy um the homeless the homeless routine was a little bit off at that time I was snowballed into the world of choreographing and traveling the world and being one of the luckiest people in this this earth because I got to do what I got to do and I kept finding myself in a bubble every weekend a little bubble and a lot of people will say this too um you go on a weekend you forget all your problems you forget everything um you're there on the dance floor you're there with the music the dj's playing your tunes you're absolutely buzzing all weekend choreography um for the show was a little bit of reality check um to open that to open our eyes sometimes um we take for granted in exactly what we're doing right now in in the world of lockdown um, how many things we took for granted um, before this lockdown. It's crazy. It's really bizarre. Now, this means we're getting deep, and I'm not, not getting into the, the deepness, but it was definitely just a message that um, a lot of people, and me, definitely 100% me too, I walk past some of the guys who are on the street um, who have nothing, and there's me traveling the world, jetting from airport to airport, and getting to spend time with all these awesome people in different parts of the world. And there's a few people just on the side of the street with zero and nothing. And I'm just walking past oblivion with a blindfold. And I just thought, you know what? It, it's, it's a nice message to, to bring to reality. And I think um, that was the most feedback I got was the reality check. And I think just after a few of the performances, a lot of people did donate to the homeless. And, and when they seen the homeless person, they kind of think, thought about it for the second time and went, you know what, I'll just drop them a few dollars in there, a few euro or whatever. So yeah, that's that's where that was. No, thanks for bringing that one up. Dang. Dude, I'm sorry. I, I remember sitting I remember sitting at Boston um with the camera live feeding. It was one of the first times we went live, uh, one of the first years, and uh Shane was still the photographer and he was sitting next to me and me and him looked at each other as everyone else stood on their feet and we're trying to hold our cameras together. And we just looked at each other and we're like, did that really just happen? I, it was just, 
and I got to see it again that year at Fun in the Sun because you did it again that year at Fun in the Sun and even seeing it a second time knowing what was coming I was just still blown away absolutely absolutely blown away and JP like JP Potter just admitted this he goes he goes I remember crying during the practice when he was oh. DJing it um Dang. absolutely sorry JP <laughs> Um, your mother-in-law has a question. Um, she would like to know what job would you have, uh, if you weren't a dancer? Uh, right now, <laughs> I Besides was actually thinking, of, yeah, I was thinking about this, um, like now since we've been in lockdown, because you know, things, things are crazy and we don't know when dancing's back in its feet or where it's rocking and rolling. So I was like, do I, do I go and get a job and, and get out into that world again? Um, because I've been away from it for such a long time. Um, and I was saying, do I still have the love for what I'd done after school? So straight after school, I went in, I was doing carpentry and joinery, um, so woodworking and stuff. So I'd done that after school, so I studied it for a few years, and, and I got myself a job out in, in the world of, of living, I suppose. But would I go back to it? And that's what I've been questioning myself recently. Would I go back to doing a bit of that? And obviously, I've been making a few projects with Georgina um, just in and around the house, and I'm not I'm not sure where where that lies, you know. And Georgina doesn't like this, but I love driving, okay, love driving. And I've actually just said to her there the other day that I would love to go and do my class one license for the big rigs, the lorries, and um, because any I just love to drive. Even if we're just going to the shop, I said to her, I'm going to drive. You don't need it. Obviously, I have to let her drive sometimes because her car needs a bit of workout here and there. But I do just period love driving. Like so, it's crazy. But that would it might sound a cop out and nothing really inspiring, but it's it's definitely something that it seems to be. I need to be on the road, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Nice. Um, Tim Johnson said you should just become an Uber Uber driver then in your spare time. <laughs> drive for Uber. There you go. Nice. It's not here. Uber's not in Northern Ireland at this part where I'm living. I'm in the sticks, so it's definitely not the option. <laughs> so like, Uber what? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what, an app on your phone? Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, that's an Check Tim. Who is one person that you'd want to uh, choreograph a dance with that you haven't? Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> two, two for sure. Okay, two for sure. I, they know this. They know it because I've said I just haven't found the track, the track. Um, two ladies, one being Joe Thompson, Samansky, and Rachel McEnany White. Two superstars, two like idols in our line dance community and world. The stuff that they come up with, the stuff they've been doing for years, how can I not? You know, it's definitely on the bucket list. But if it never happens, it, it, it just never happens. I get it. Um, and if the track doesn't speak to us, it doesn't speak to us. So right. maybe one day you need to find the magic, you know. So if the track doesn't inspire, it's not going to happen. So we'll see. But they, them guys are definitely on the list of I wish I could. Um, Big Jim would like to know, why do you cook prawns if you know Georgina doesn't like them? Jim, you're losing me points here, bro. 
Oh, I love sea. Actually, you all know I love food. Period, but I love seafood, and I, and a prawn stir fry. Oh man, it's just awesome. Uh, but you know, I, I, I do cook a lot, so she can't grumble when I just want to cook a little something that I like to have. You know, it's just sometimes I got to change it up a little bit. So I do like to have a, a prawn stir fry sometimes. And it doesn't mean I don't cook at the same time for her either, or something different, or or we don't dual um, cook in in the kitchen at that time. So it all works out. And like Guyton just said, because Guyton just got on, what's up, G? Uh, you what's do up, love G, your food. Yeah, huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. He will know. He will know. Fortunately, that is a weakness. It's not alcohol. It's not smoking. I was just I was just about to say this, Guyton. I would pay money, and I think we could charge admission, and we should do it one time. You and Roy had as a broto in an eating contest. I would, would pay I would, money to. I would pay would money. Win. Hands down, Roy had as a broto does not have a bottom. I don't know. It's, I've I've been at a restaurant and seen you eat. You both are. That's uh, that's a that's a pretty legit contest. No, no, Hans definitely have not seen anybody put away food like Roy Harrisabrodo. Nope. No. Man, he's like savage. He is. And there's nothing to him, you know? He is, he is. I've been, I've, I've been out to eat with both of you and Kite's <laughs> like, let's set up. We should, that's, that should be a show one day. Next time they're both in the States, we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll set up a live feed. It's a live edition of the Honky Tonk Highway. We just got to figure out what event they're both going to be at. Uh, Guy, uh, Roy has a Brodo versus versus uh, Fred Whitehouse in the eating contest. That would uh, that that uh, would be I, legit. I'm I'm game for let's doing that. I think I'd forfeit straight away because I know it's just a, a no hope. But depending on the food, I would just go for the food anyway. So it's all good. Right, that's what I'm saying. We could find. A, I'm pretty sure we have some really cool events. Actually, you know what? Aren't you both at Windy City this year? Oh, maybe. I think you're both at Windy City this year, so I think uh, I think we might have to set it up. Uh, I'm sure Mark and Eve will be gladly uh, be okay with me uh, doing this on on a night, taking them out of the ballroom for about 20, 30 minutes, and uh, I could have a b- bunch of cameras set up, one on each of you. Yes. You're going to eat longer for tw- more than 20 or 30 minutes. I've well, seen hey, this guy eating. No, it's, let's see let's see who can eat the like, – like Jim said, I'll call Hooters and get them prepped. I, we can get some deep dish pizza. <laughs> But I say, I think me oh, and you killed a deep dish pizza by ourselves. Oh, yeah. I, me and you killed that deep dish pizza last year by ourselves. We ordered it, and it was gone. <laughs> Man, it was huge, though. Like, it, like, oh. Uh, your mother just asked, do you have any phobias? Yes. Getting on the wrong side of Georgina. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Oh, uh, just remember, she is watching, and yes, she is upstairs. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do, actually, I actually do have two that blow my mind, and it'll probably be like, are you for real? Okay, the first one is so stupid. Frogs. Live frogs, okay? What is with them little green things that just go, whoop? Why? There's no need. Go away. Don't need it in my life. Nope. But put them on a plate cooked. I'm going to eat them. It's all good. 
Okay. What's the other one? Heights. What was it? Scared of heights. Heights, really? Yeah, yeah. And again, coming from working um, right. on rooftops and greenery, I was still like breaking it, but definitely the knees go weak um, for a lot of that height I, I, stuff. I, I, so I think your entire family is watching because literally every every brother with the last name White House in a row just put a picture of a frog in the chat. <laughs> I'm adopted. Don't even know them. <laughs> yeah, Guyton said that he saw uh, he saw Habby eat a twenty-piece bucket of chicken in the drive from Palm Ghost to Orlando before. That's insane. That's even quick too. Ooh, that's gonna be mm-hmm. nuts. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm, I'm so, I'm so definitely gonna go. I that but might be you, the next thing I got to set up. You expect us to dance afterwards? Nope. Well, no, see, this is the thing. Y'all both can get delivery food still, right? Like, you can call in, uh, you can get takeout. I can just have y'all order the same takeout. I can call in to both of you, set it up with Fiona and uh, Georgina. I can have all three of us on screen, and we can do this live right on the internet. I don't even have to wait to Windy City. Wow. <laughs> Girl, I'm, in, I'm trying to lose weight in the diet. I'm trying to do something about myself. I can't do it. It's not working. Oh. All right, so we're getting near the end. So I need to, I know there's at least one more question. Um, <laughs> before I get to that question, Jim wants to know, do you still give to the Wounded Bird Foundation? I'm guessing that's due to the flamingos. <laughs> of course it is, Jim. Of course. All right. I'm going to have to send a notice to all Hooters to not let Jim back in if he keeps up with his cheek. Are you kidding me? We're in quarantine. He's got Hooters girls delivering his groceries for him. What are you talking about? Seems- Don't even. <laughs> you need to make a call. <laughs> JP says, I'm not allowed to do it live over the internet, that he wants to do it in the ballroom. That way he can work them hard afterwards. So you can keep it all you- down the longest. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Have him make a new know- eating contest and then go right into make it shake, swinging R's, all those mm-hmm. dances <laughs> back to back. Let's see who... Uh, feel sick. Uh, See who uh, can make it last the longest. All right. Uh, Paul James wants to know who's your favorite sibling. None of them. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> Just uh, me in the whole house. <laughs> They're all oh, annoying. Man. All right. So the event it. question. I've asked this to everyone. I've seen this. If money was not an object... Where would you hold an event? And who would be the first five people you called? So I don't really think the five people thing is fair. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not? it's not the whole five people. It's just the first five. Who would be your first five people you call that you'd want to help you out and come to your event? Oh, man. Right. So <clears throat> I've thought about this because I told Georgina this, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> I said, if I had no money, uh, the money is not an object. It doesn't doesn't matter. I can do what I want. Okay, I'm going to do an event around the world. Okay, everybody's flights are paid for. They've got their own jet. All of this is done. I'm starting off in Ireland. I'm kicking the party off in Ireland. It's a round the world trip. You know, I'm going to spend a week in every place. I'm going to stop. And I can throw in a few bonuses if I can. My first stop, Ireland. 
from Ireland. We spend the time. We do some dance events. We go to Nashville. You can't beat Nashville for country music. Oh, the harder right. you think. Can't do it. Then I was brought to this place in California called uh, Lake Tahoe. Yeah. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. I can't describe it. It needs to be there. People need to see this, need to experience it. Hawaii would be on around the world a little bit. I'd go on further a little field and go to New Zealand and bring everybody with me. This trip's like costing millions. It's fine. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to pop from New Zealand. I'm just going to hop over a little bit into Australia, do a little bit of a round trip around in Australia. you got to do a bit of that. It's huge, so it's all good. I'll pop over to Singapore. Um, we have a few good memories back in Singapore. Um, me and Daza, Avatar Garden, that's what I call it. It's all good. I'll pop over the bridge just into Malaysia. you got to pop in and see the Lim Sisters and, and Rebecca and all of the guys, you know. Then I would make myself a wee, a wee trip Further on back into like the Mediterranean, I would like book a cruise for all of us to get on all of these ships. We'd do a cruise around the Mediterranean. We'd hit all of these spots. I'd fly from there. We'd fly up to Scotland, Bonnie, Scotland, because it's one of the most beautiful places in the world, especially if the weather's good. It's a bit like Ireland. And then, of course, I'd fly home from Scotland straight home. It's, it's just one of them little round trips. But boy, would we have a good time. Oh, <laughs> your, your wife wants to know, is this a year-long event? <laughs> Yes. You have to cancel all your bookings. You don't yeah, you, you, cancel them all. Yep, money's no object. I can pay everybody's everything. It's all good. <laughs> you told me I was the boss. I can do what I want for that trip. <laughs> Julie says you've been uh you've been hitting the catnip a little too hard. <laughs> probably, probably I probably have actually to be fair. You know, the five people is not it's not a good call. It's, it's not it's not nice, okay? Hey, I didn't so, come up with the question. You can blame your yeah. boy Trevor. Yeah, Trevor Thornton, I know what he can do because he didn't get to ask the question. So this <laughs> no, he didn't. Fair. I'm gonna, don't worry, he's coming. It's it's coming though. It hey, is back. coming. Yeah, uh, you know, if if I had some, I couldn't go without my brothers from another so Darren Bailey, I couldn't go without. Shane McKeever, I couldn't go without, even though the both of them are just poof, blow my skull half the time. But I, like they are definitely just blood, so I couldn't go anywhere without them two crazy people. Um, I would have to stay in Ireland as well, and I'd have to take Mr. O'Reilly. He is legendary. Um, and what an entertainer. Dang it. He's, he's just the whole package, and he's a great friend. Um, and I think he's phenomenal in the line dance world, everything he does. I would have to balance it out, though, like in my brain, because I would need some girls. So as much as I would have Daza, Shane, and, and Gary, um, I know uh, Madison went with the all-girl thing. I know Darren bypassed the question and didn't want to choose people. And there's so many people I want to put on my list, right? So many. But I could, like I mentioned them earlier, I, I would love to have Joe and Rachel on. Like, whoa. And I had to make it equal. Now, that's five, but I have to throw Madison in there as well, right? Get because get a three-on-three three three, battle? Boys, three, I, it would have to be equal, or else it just doesn't make sense. But saying that, because I was doing that whole world trip thing, there's going to be so many people going to be involved. You'd switch it up every stop? <laughs> 
I'm going to have to switch it up. But I would have to bring the World Dance Masters show team and Country Vibe yes. as the entertainment for the shows. Plus, so many people in that team that can teach and choreograph and do all of this stuff with it. So I'm kind of double-edging there, you know. And, and of course, when the money's no object, Nicola and Sam can bring as much lights and fireworks. We, and we, we turn around and can't give Nicola and Sam a no-budget event. That's... Yeah, we can. This and one other entertainer would have to be Garth Brooks, and he would be on his jet behind every one of us because that's literally my dream. I need to see Garth Brooks in real life, but I haven't had the option to. Now, the list could go forever because yeah. I could have people who would sell merchandise like John Robinson, Scott Blevins. You know, these guys will sell snow to the Eskimos. I'm telling you, I could just get them on the merch. It would be awesome, you know. Conor McGrath, he could literally be signing all of this stuff up online. He's got all of these ideas popping out. You know, I'm telling you, this marketing thing would be amazing. Anyway, I'm wrapping on about a whole event. What? <laughs> You're happened? fine, brother. You're fine. <laughs> Paul Paul James did say, he goes, as long as all the boy routines are all nothing but slow waltzes and nightclubs with no knee drops. <laughs> Liam Sheen. He's the Liam young Shane. one. Okay? His fault. And Nicholas said, yes, 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 I can give her a, an event budget of none. She would gladly spend all the money. <laughs> well, I'm sure, without question. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, thank you so much for coming on. It was an honor having you talking, um, telling us a little bit about everything. I had a blast doing it. I hope everyone at home did too. No, dude, it was a total honor. And you're, you're rocking out. I love this idea of, of the chit-chat show, you know, and it's been pretty cool. And it's nice to see you doing up the, the split screens and, and stepping up with a, a little prize for the people at home and, and giving thank them the headphones. Even I want the headphones, but <laughs> I can't say anything about that. They look pretty neat. But I do appreciate what you're doing with everybody coming on for the chat show this week with the World Dance Masters team. Um, a lot of people are going to get an insight to to what goes on behind the scenes. So it's pretty cool that you got this all set up. So I appreciate it, bro. Thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely. I, I When I came up with the idea of wanting to do a whole week dedicated to it, I, I never – when me and Kelly went over the first time two years ago, I was awestruck. It was – the atmosphere was just absolutely amazing. And then getting to go back last year and then also on top of that, getting to do the video and the photos uh, that we do, and then watching a dance that I choreographed be used as a competition dance, that was just, I wanted to do an entire thing dedicated because it is, I look forward, I go home from England planning my next trip to England. And That's awesome. It drives, it drives Kelly nuts. <laughs> it does. She gets to see all her friends, so it's all good. Um, but it's really it's really nice to hear that the World Dance Masters have an effect on, on that scale. So, and to be honest, they'll probably thank you as well because the photography, Kelly taking shots of the, the guys on the podiums, are, I know you were saying about this, um, your videos, your pictures of our workshops, you know, all of that stuff was phenomenal. So I appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. And um, coming up tomorrow, um, we're going to get to hear from the brains behind it all. I got all of them coming on. Nicola, Sam, and Connor. The woman that balances the two men out, which I wish her luck all the time. So uh, mm -hmm. that's going to be tomorrow. That's going to be a fun time. Fred's showing off the merch. Um, so uh, thank you guys again, Fred. Um, thank you, everyone, for at home tuning in. 
5 o'clock tomorrow, we'll be back with another show. And uh, if you haven't yet, like, subscribe, follow us, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You never know what we're going to do. Like Fred said, head over to Streamline. If, you, if you're on the Streamline group, you're eligible to wear to win these. We are giving a pair of Beats headphones this week. So uh, same time tomorrow, same bat channel. Enjoy, guys. Ciao.